What the fuck? Where were you? <laughs> I was lying on my couch scrolling through Instagram. Why talking... weren't you the the meeting though? We had a meeting at four. Yeah, I went in like right before for your time and I sat there for 10 minutes and I was No, like, you oh. didn't. I was in there for like 15 minutes just sitting there. <laughs> well, anyway, here we are. Well, now I'm irritated. Sweet. That's <laughs> trauma right there. <laughs> I've got I've got fucking trauma. <laughs> Today I thought we'd talk about the light and breezy topic of trauma. If it gets too heavy, we can always switch to drama. Oh yeah, definitely. Okay. Or the Dalai Lama. Have you have you heard the news about him? Yeah, like, the tongue. Oh. I feel like he's just going senile. Like he's so old that you know, I feel like he's just kind of losing his mind. Well, was there an official explanation? I don't think so. Oh. <laughs> but I mean, he's he's old. I I you know, dementia is a thing. I guess, but but anyways, um, trauma is like pretty hot topic right now. Well, it's just like it's everywhere, I feel like. But as children of the 80s and 90s, it was not a buzzword at all. And I was listening to Peter Atia's podcast. He's a really good like health and wellness doctor type podcast. But last week or the week before, and the topic was childhood trauma <laughs> I was like that that meme that Muppet with the side eye. Like the whole time I was listening <laughs> oh, to it, no. I was like, I was like, okay, here's like some of the things of effects of childhood trauma: anger, overwhelming fear, depression, anxiety, addiction, avoidance, self destructive behavior, trust issues, and shame. And I was mm. like, ah, uh, like literally, that's like a perfect description of me my entire life so i was like oh i was just this huge like moment where i was like oh my god like i always thought that's just who i was like because i was a really angry self-destructive teenager like i was self-harming like the whole shebang like just horrible but i never once like i'm 42 almost i never once in my entire life associated all those aspects of myself to childhood trauma <laughs> like I, I don't know why I kind of I feel like the word is overused and people use the term to describe something that's not necessarily trauma it's more like it's just life because I feel like no one can go through life without having traumatic experiences that impact who they are yeah no definitely but it it was just interesting but the annoying part of it is like I listened to this podcast and it talked about the effects of childhood trauma and having my mom die as a teenager which is weird you know when you're a teenager you think you're an adult like it yeah like I didn't realize I was a child and just the fact that she was able to die at home and it was like this slow horrible thing and I was left out you know but they never <laughs> they never said what to do about it and everything I've looked up it's just like they just you got to deal with it. You got to process it. And so I'm just like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, how do you process something? Yeah, I do. You know, I don't I don't know. <laughs> I'm asking you, like, tell me. <laughs> yeah, like, if you think about, oh, I need to heal. Yeah. Like, can you be more? I don't vague? know. if I don't know if you really necessarily do anything other than trying to better yourself. Because 
like it just takes time. It's so annoying. It's like one of those things you look up on the internet, like, how do I deal? And it's always that same motherfucking list of shit. It's like, talk to people, let things go, reach out for support, (laughs) have a healthy lifestyle, get proper sleep. And it's like, what the fuck, (laughs) man? Like, but how do you? And so then I was thinking, like, okay, how do you know if you have processed something? Hmm. And the thing, I I don't know, I'm making this up in my head. I I would gather you have dealt with something if thinking of it does not create the same sort of reaction in you or you're able to, or it doesn't, it doesn't cause you to like find a coping mechanism to deal with it, you know, because that's really, if you're not processing trauma, you're still thinking about it. It's still in, in today when it happened way in the past like it's not yeah, happening I, anymore the, but you keep- but the thing is you you don't think of it like i never when i was being self-destructive i wasn't thinking about what was happening i just was yeah well it's not always a conscious thing yeah so yeah i was trying to think like oh have i now processed it because there are still times it it feels like yesterday and there are still times where it makes me emotional, but I do think it's kind of one of those things like the only way out is through. And for me as a child, now that I realized I was a child, uh, my way of dealing with it and everything is just to not think about it. And that is the opposite of what you should do. But again, it was the nineties, like no one, I had no, no one even offered support. No one talked to me. No one even seemed to think I needed it. Like no one guided Mm. me. Not that I would have listened to be honest, but still it's just, so I kind of like that trauma is like on the radar now, but like you said, and I was hoping we talk about, it is one of those terms I feel like has gotten super watered down. Yeah. Like I saw, I read an article of, maybe a year or two ago, and someone said they had PTSD from mm-hmm. a microaggression at work. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's I'm like, another, I think, I think a lot of these, you know, psychological things, the terms are being used incorrectly. It's that that's unfortunate, because like, I think it is important that we do talk about it. But you're right, like, no one is actually saying what you do about it. I mean, yeah, totally. You, it's really vague. You probably go to therapy, but yeah, but even that, like, but, I don't know that you're ever supposed to not feel something about the traumatic experience. Like, I think there's always going to be that emotion that comes up when it when it does come up, right? It would yeah. be weird to ever just be like that didn't affect me in any way. No, if that's how I trauma. Yeah, because that's how I acted. <laughs> And that's Mm -hmm. how I dealt with it, right? But I was just thinking when I read this article, I'm like, imagine you're a fucking Vietnam War vet and you're reading this CBC Mm -hmm. article. Like, you know, but at the same time, it's not something you can deny. You can't say to someone, no, you don't have trauma. And I do think the better life gets, which it is getting for everyone, really, the better life gets, the the weaker traumas probably are, you know? Mm -hmm. Yes. that's part of it too. Like in the past, every day there was just trauma, trauma, trauma. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, for sure. So yeah. now we're all pretty lucky, most of us. 
So littler things are probably more traumatic. And then everyone's different. Like I'm a really sensitive person. So some people are probably more naturally resilient and than others. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think I have a lot of I have a lot of trauma that I just try not to think about. That's not healthy though. I know, but because then it I manifests in those things I listed, yeah. up, right? <laughs> yes. Which I didn't know that. I never knew that. I can't believe the stuff you discover in middle age. I'm just like, oh my god, like I <laughs> fucking had trauma. The thing is that everyone has had trauma, and it it's at varying degrees, and yeah, it depends on your personality or whether you want to think about it all the time, like. Sometimes you just want to live and not yeah. be, be in that space all the time. So, But part of it, the healing of that particular trauma for me was definitely revisiting and reframing it in a more mm-hmm. gentler uh, way. Like realizing I was a kid and acknowledging that was fucked up and then, you know, cutting myself some slack and reframing it in a lot of ways helped me I think but it's just yeah an ongoing process I know I get traumatized pretty easy I think because even that dog attack that I a couple years ago I still well for months I would hear myself the sound of myself screaming would just pop into my head and I still have a hard time around big dogs or boxers if they're playing or rough, I, I just notice my body mm. tense. But but I think it's important when something like that is I don't remove myself from that. I I try to expose myself to that in order to make it go away, you know? Or you just, like, feel it. It's yeah. Okay. Like, if I see a boxer coming towards me, I, I don't go the other way. I'm just like, no, I'm going to walk past this dog because that's yeah. the only way I'm going to, like, you know? I've learned that running away from your shit <laughs> just fucking makes everything worse yeah i think that it just comes down to like feeling the feelings as they come up instead of pushing them away totally and if if you feel them then they won't come back as much because they're not trying to get your attention because you let it happen you know and they pass like yes you know just feel it acknowledge it let it go But yeah, it's shocking how vague everything on the internet is when it comes to how to process or. But I really don't think there is one like prescriptive way of of doing that because it's very personal. Yeah, everyone's different. Like one person might be sexually abused and be an addict and end up in jail or whatever. And then another person might have had a similar experience and they have like a seemingly normal life. So, yeah. But yeah, I think that life just in general is very traumatic. <laughs> like every day, you don't know what's going to happen <laughs> and crazy shit happens. But it does seem like the better and more cushy our lives get and more convenient and the smaller the things that give us anxiety or something seem to get also, you know, it's an interesting paradox. Yeah. But everything is relative. It's like. Well, because we have all this extra time. So we're like focusing on the minor details now. Whereas before we were focused on just surviving. Is there anything from your past that you've had to like reframe or. I know. Yeah, I have. I've had, had a you've few. Had, you've had some but blunt force trauma. Blunt force? 
Blunt what do you mean? force. Get it? What do you What do you mean? Blunt. Like <laughs> Like <laughs> You don't get it, do you? <laughs> like 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 a joint? Yeah. Well, blunt force <laughs> trauma is like uh like No, a, I know what I know what oh, force trauma is. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to be funny. I know. And I was stoned. So, um <laughs> I don't even oh trauma trauma in my life well well like yeah anything you've had to like work out you know process oh yes well like my relationship with my mom is continuously <laughs> <laughs> sorry mom if you no she would never listen to this yeah that's a, hard that re that's a really difficult re relationship for me and I still most of my issues kind of stem from that in childhood and yeah, it's hard with his family yeah and then I, I had two really intense toxic relationships also yeah, when i traumatic. when i was a teenager i think between the ages of like 15 and 17 i probably went to like 15 funerals so like a lot of people died Whoa. <laughs> 15? including my grandma who we like spent almost every day with so that one was particularly hard and my mom not to like rag on my mom too much but it was her mom we were having a really hard time with it but she like forced us to go back to school right away and i remember going to the bathroom a few times throughout the day and just crying and i was like why do i have to be here i need to like grieve this you know but right. it wasn't really allowed we were supposed to just get on with it. So. Yeah, I, I often think what I remember when my grandma died, I remember showing up to my grandpa's house and I started crying right away. And he he almost got mad at me. He's like, nope, you're not allowed in here if you're going to cry. Like, literally, it was like so harsh to me. And I, wow. so this, it's, just, it's just that generation, right? They were like so fucking hardcore. But I'm always like, what's the best approach? Like, because it does kind of help. I was sort of like, yeah, okay, you're right. Like, pull yourself together, you know? So sometimes mm -hmm. I feel like that approach kind of works for people. And sometimes I feel like I do need that. Someone to be like, fucking slap me and be like, get your shit together. Like, stand up straight. You're tough as fuck. You know, like, sometimes that ha is helpful. But other times you do. You need to just crawl into bed and cry. So Yeah, and, you, and, and I think it would be really hard as a parent or an adult in, in a kid's life to make that call. Yeah, because you really don't know how much it's going to impact the kid, because it's so dependent on each kid. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to like encourage like helplessness. You know, you want to mm -hmm. teach them that they can deal with it and they're strong. And I don't know, man, I got zero answers. I have no idea. But yeah, everyone's different. Yeah, like reframing, I think is a really good tactic because you kind of just change the story about it right yeah yeah and, and that's all we're doing every day all day is just telling ourselves stories about who we are what happened what people think about us like it's all just storytelling in our heads yeah so why not change change the story of like oh i went through this horrible thing and i feel horrible about it to like oh, this thing made me stronger or it gave me this perspective. 
So I'm yeah. actually looking at it like it was a gift rather than something that's going to ruin my whole life. Yeah, totally. And that takes time. And yeah, like we said, you need to feel it. But but yeah, like toxic relationships are another one that people, it is, especially if I know you're the same as me, like I have trust issues. I don't open up to like anyone very lightly. When you finally feel like you found your safe person, you give them your heart and they turn out to uh, yeah. <laughs> turn on you, basically turn on you, like turn into a, mm -hmm. like that is so traumatic. It's so fucking traumatic. Like it's, yeah. Like how do you even deal with that? I don't even know. It's hard. And, and with toxic people, you don't get closure, right? You don't get that. You don't get the explanation. You don't get the well, it's validation. What's happening isn't like, it doesn't make sense. No. And that's, that's so hard. It's so hard that yeah. confusion, you know, things but I like that. I feel like, I feel like having experienced those relationships is really good. Totally. Because then you learn what a bad relationship is. Yeah. And you do come out stronger. Like, yeah, you have to, like you, you come out, those are gifts i agree totally it takes a long time to like get there but oh yeah and sometimes you you know it's like two steps forward or one step forward yeah. two steps back totally it, it, and what you said before about how sometimes things will creep up on you like you know there are people that i've lost in my life and i won't have thought about them for years and then it'll just hit me one day like they're gone and i'll cry you know so it's it comes in waves it's always kind of like part of who you are yeah but it was always like bus rides or like if i was like in the driver's seat and looking out the window i would for years and years and years i would just like cry because <laughs> it was just like i'll come back and be like out of the blue and then you'd have to be like fuck yeah like what part of your brain did these memories sit in I don't know. I don't even know. I don't know. I think how you think of it is, is really important. But then there's certain kinds of trauma where I just don't know if you can think your way out of it. Yeah. Know? I don't know, man. I can't imagine the war shit. Like, holy fuck, man. Like, yeah, or being really abused over a long period of time. Oh, by someone, again, you'd love and trust in your family. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't even, or sexual, like, yeah. fuck. I think, yeah, family shit would be hard because, again, those are people you're supposed to, they're supposed to be your safe people. I don't know, man. I got no tips for anyone because I'm still <laughs> I mean, fucking. It's not really our our job to be like this is how you solve this problem because no, like not even a psychotherapist can say that they can't. They right. don't even know. Right. It's yeah. so individual. I think. Yeah. The only thing I know is that you can't run from it. It will fucking catch up to you and. Oh yeah, like ways. the more you try to repress it, yeah, the more it tries to get your attention and the yeah. more like it's much it's like a dragon, you know? Yeah. And like I didn't know why I was such a like I was so self-destructive as a teenager. Like I flirted with death. Like I would just go to my dad's office and 
grab drugs and just take them all like secretly hoping maybe I'll die you know like like I was that fucked up but I didn't I didn't relate it to my mom at all I just thought I don't even know I just thought I was angry I was I hated life but now I'm like oh my god it's so obvious now I'm looking back I'm like oh but also like a lot of teenagers act out in that way yeah even if they haven't had a traumatic experience like you did. Yeah. So I can see why you maybe didn't ever consider that that was why. Yeah. Because at that time of your life, you're fucked up no matter what. And I just, like, I didn't want to, I mean, and I've always been quite sort of, like, independent and stoic and stuff. Like, I didn't talk to it with my friends. No one knew what was going on at home. I didn't, I didn't talk to anyone. I wouldn't even... I avoided my mom at home. I didn't help out at all. I didn't want to see her. I was very like, nope, this is not happening. My life is normal, which um, probably wasn't the best (laughs) way to go about it now that I am older and wiser. But again, I was a kid. Like, I didn't fucking know. And, And it wasn't really on anyone's radar. Like, I feel like if that happened now, someone would probably have a lot more support. Yeah, or your parents would talk to you about what was happening and make sure you were okay. Yeah, because but that, it's it's I'm hard sure when that so- didn't happen to you. No, but I mean, they were all so wrapped up in my in what was happening too. You know, it was like, and I kind of took advantage of that by being super just partying and being a shithead. So. <laughs> oh. so you were an asshole back then too. <laughs> oh dude, I was a huge, huge asshole. It's interesting to look back, but it's crazy when you lose someone like that and you have a traumatic experience like that. Like that day, it's so it's been 25 years and it feel sometimes if I think about it, it's so crystal clear and it feels like yesterday. Like I I don't think it'll, you know, you think after 25 years it's no, but it's like, no, no, it's still so right there all the time you know yeah because i think traumatic experiences like are imprinted like yeah that's how it feels yeah because they were so intense and had such a big impact they're always going to be vivid yeah but i don't know i never wanted to use that as like an excuse for no you weren't you weren't going to use it as an excuse because you were denying it ever yeah. was really a thing. <laughs> yeah. I might have gone a bit too far. Yeah, man. You were in total denial. Like, But if even in my 20s, realizing... I never even thought of it. I know. If you're just realizing <laughs> now that you ha- that losing uh... your mother, everyone knows losing a parent is traumatic. Yeah. Uh, but at that young age, how did you never consider that that might have impacted you it it wasn't even just losing her it was just a whole ordeal of it it was like a nightmare at my house yeah Yeah, like she was able to wither away in our house and it's just i have so many horrible things that happened that i had to deal with that were pretty like horrific and i yeah i never went to therapy i (laughs) never i was yeah they tried to put me in therapy i remember and oh they did and I just like bullshit it. Well, it was mostly for the eating disorder they saw mm-hmm. that I was starting to. And I just, I was such a, I just fucked with the therapist and they knew I was just fucking with them and said they couldn't help me. 
man. I know. Like, I was such a You did head. that. You did that a few times, I think. Yeah. No. Every time a therapist tried to help me. All I just, the time. <laughs> I just messed with them. Oh, God. That that kind of feels like, to me, like some sort of diagnosis there. <laughs> yeah. I know. Because I can't imagine going to therapy and not telling the truth. Well, I was just always like, I'm fine. Like, in my head, I was like, I'm fine. I don't need this. Oh. <laughs> Which is ridiculous now. Right? It really is. Oh, God. We really have no idea of ourselves and our lives, right? But hindsight. Well, that's why you need to have close relationships so that person can reflect back to you, like, what yeah. you are actually like. Cause <laughs> but even to my – I would act like everything was fine. I was one of those people, you know. And then mm -hmm. I just took it out on my body. It's interesting. I On another podcast, I think it was talking about the difference between adversity and trauma and how adversity is actually good for kids, but trauma is not. And the difference, I think, is was um, trauma is like the kid has no control, whereas adversity is, you know, like getting a bad mark or losing a soccer game or, you know, like little things that are that happen that are bad are actually good for kids. A challenging event or experience helps you to be a stronger more tenacious person like yeah you can't do something like run a marathon if you don't go through adversity to get there and life is supposedly a marathon you know even like exercising is like you're hurting your muscles so that they'll get stronger yeah but we're definitely at least in the school system stamping out any adversity I, again i feel like we always go too far in the other direction like overcorrection, but mm -hmm. which is probably not gonna yeah because it, it said it was actually good for kids you know which makes a lot of sense it builds them yeah it makes them stronger did they give did they give an actual definition of what the difference is between adversity and trauma i wish i remembered but i i know it had something to do with control like with adversity, you have kind of control over the, like, you played the soccer game, so you were involved, whereas trauma is something that happens to you that you have no, right. no, there's no sense of control in it or something, yeah. Okay. Which makes sense, but I'd, I'd have to look into it again. Like, you're, that feeling of helplessness. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it wasn't your choice. Yeah, yeah. Do you think words can be traumatic uh, or cause trauma didn't we talk about this on another pod one well yeah i think it was like our words violence i mean certainly there are certain things that people have said to me in my life that still have a hold over me so yeah you don't forget any insults hey like i remember insults i got in like grade one <laughs> like, ev like every insult that anyone's ever said to no. me I yes dude 100%. What? I got Every made fun of for watching. My favorite show was Winnie the Pooh, and Josh Anderson made fun of me, and I remember it. Don't you? Doesn't everybody remember? No, I don't remember very much, and maybe that's part of my trauma. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, but, blocked it out. Well, that sounds good, no? Healthy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't know. There's something to be said, like you said, 
sometimes you just got to like keep moving forward and, and not focus too much on it. So I don't know if it's necessarily unhealthy to be like, yeah, yeah totally. this thing happened to me, but I get to decide how tomorrow is going to be. And I don't have to live in the past. Or I think a healthy person immediately reframes it as like, oh, that person says something mean to me. They're a piece of shit or they're going through something or that's or their that's, problem. That's not about mine. them. Yeah, it's that's about, about them. them. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I don't, I think we're getting yeah. into dangerous territory if we declare words as traumatic. Like words can be hurtful, but yeah, they can't. can have an impact and, and it can be a lasting impact. Because if somebody said to you every day of your life that you were stupid, what do you think you're going to start believing? Well, or hopefully that they're stupid. Or if somebody told you you were unlovable your whole life or ugly or whatever i mean if it's said to you enough times then you kind of grow up thinking that's what you are so that would be harder to anyway what were we even talking about <laughs> that's what we were talking about i think i don't know i'm so lost <laughs> traumatic words why are hurtful. you lost hurtful yeah <laughs> hurtful i don't words. think but again like we said at the beginning like the word trauma is so i don't know i'm, I'm cool with people slinging words around i guess because it's kind of like it's artsy it's like whatever but they kind of do lose their meaning if you do that though yeah. so like everything is traumatic if everything is trauma then <laughs> yeah i just imagine those war vets being like what the fuck yeah i i think that <laughs> there are varying degrees but the way that it's used on social media is mostly bullshit. Like, well, I even you hear a lot about uh, intergenerational trauma. So I, mm -hmm. I did a bit of research and there's actually no scientific proof to back up that claim. But it, it's in there's tons of arguments, usually, you know, for political reasons, like claiming that it's real. But if you actually look at the research, there isn't any. Oh, wow. Like saying that things that happen to your past ancestors, it gets passed through your DNA or whatever. Well, That's that begs the question, do we hold trauma in our DNA? Yeah. Or is it just in a, I think they're trying to figure every that out. Cell? Yeah. I don't know. Or is it just in your brain? I don't know. Hmm. But I know that every, nobody avoids it probably in a life, right? Like, be impossible to avoid some levels of trauma mm -hmm. right life is fucking traumatic like like even just being born is traumatic yeah what a violent disgusting episode that is you just come screaming out of a vagina just like covered in slop yeah you don't even know what's like one day you're just like floating floating yeah <laughs> living your best life and then suddenly you're being it's all pushed downhill out. yeah and then your just head is to die. getting squished and you're yeah. like where am i going that would be so scary and i know especially if you went the wrong way <laughs> went the wrong like, way my brother oh, was like born breach so his he was oh yeah my brother too first right <laughs> like it's oh. a slide <laughs> it's like 
comes out backwards. Or if you had to be like pried out or chopped out. Mm-hmm. Ugh. But I know everybody likes to shit on the state of the world right now, but I really don't think anyone sane would want to go back to any other time in history or, or any other place in the world, really. It's like that, um, there's like a Warren Buffett experiment, he says, if you want to like, to see how blessed your life is, pretend you're a marble and everyone else in the world is a marble and you put the marble in the jar and you shake it up and you can either guess your luck and pick a random marble to be your life or you can pick your marble. And I'm pretty sure most people living in this country like would not take the fucking gamble of picking another random marble, right? No. Like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't so, either. Yeah, and so then you're like, oh my god, like, look how blessed you are, really, you know? And, and same how with throughout easy history. we have it. We have it so easy, like, we don't oh have my to god. that we're gonna get attacked by a bear tomorrow, you know? No, like, we're so, we're so, yeah, any other time in history, things were a lot worse in a lot of ways i mean question is are we making a u-turn here but who knows but yeah in terms of convenience and luxuries and wealth and poverty or even you get sick and you can figure out what's wrong yes oh my god yeah like the infant mortality rate in the past like Mm -hmm. oh even before penicillin or shit like that like even my grandpa died from an an ulcer Yeah, he died from an ulcer. Like, that was normal. What? Yeah. He fought in the war, came home, and died of a fucking ulcer, dude. No. Yeah, man. Fucking poetic, right? But, yeah. So, I just think people need to appreciate and have a little gratitude sometimes, you know? Perspective. And be grateful that... We do live in a time where we even acknowledge trauma because I think this is the first time. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Do you have anything to say about trauma? No, but can we talk about drama? Drama. (laughs) Yes. I love having a teenager because uh, they bring home a lot of drama. (laughs) Mm. Not, Not her. She's not involved in any... That, except for with one friend, but she tells me all the drama that's going on around her, and it's like, oh my god, I forgot what teenagers are like. like yeah, talk about drama. Like every little thing is the hugest drama. I know, and you're like, why are you making this into such a huge yeah. thing? This doesn't but, matter at all. But then I remember, and you gotta be like, oh right, because it's always like relationship drama. It's always like he did this and said this about this person and that or happened. like you hate some teacher <laughs> oh like yeah the teacher life hell yeah, yeah totally but yeah i guess their worlds are so much smaller because they haven't really experienced anything yet that's the funny thing is they're so emo but i'm like you don't even know pain yet like yeah, what do you and you don't you know but it's cute. It's like they're sort of like humans in training. Yeah, they are. I love teenagers because they're in that in-between phase. But they do like think they're adults. but And they think they know everything. Yeah, that's definitely true. And I feel like the older you get, the more you're like, I know nothing. Totally. 
We're going to run out of time. Yeah, we are, buddy. All right, well, I'm going to go lay in the fetal position and think <laughs> about my trauma now. Your drama or your trauma? Mm, I prefer to think about my drama because that's more fun. I have no drama, like mm. zero, but I kind of like it. Am I the drama? Yeah. I feed off your drama. Yeah, my life every week is like a whole new thing. <laughs> yeah. <totally. laughs> it really is. 